Welcome to Fit Talk, your go-to podcast for health, fitness, and lifestyle. Episode 41, The Glory Chess. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fit Talk. I'm Matt Waugh. And I'm Mark Fit. And we are here today to talk to you all about how to get that glory chest. This week's question comes to us from Yeo Z via email. And he says, can you share about how to develop a thick and wide chest? So that's Mark's specialty. So we're going to dive into that in just a second. I'm just going to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Rise Gym Gear, for sponsoring our show. So if everybody out there wants to see the highest quality gym gear, as well as their new line of shirts and accessories, all you have to do is visit risegymgear.com, and you can use the code FITTALK to save yourself 10% on your order. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into this. So Mark, what is the first thing we need to know about how to develop that glory chest? First off, there's for me when I, I don't know, when I plan a chest workout, there's two things I consider the press movement and the fly movement. When you do your press, you will develop more the thickness of your chest. And when you do the fly movement, you will develop more the width and you will just be able like to, I don't know, form your chest, just sculpt it, have a better uh, rounded look. It's all in the flies for me. When you do press, it's more like f- to develop like the mass of it. But for the all the details, flies is the is the key. I just enjoy doing flies, especially uh, the flies that start target my upper chest because I think like everyone can develop like the lower chest, the major pectoralis, and the the I don't know just the look of the chest to like you can see like okay this guy have a chest. But what made the difference is the upper chest for me. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. So that's something that. A lot of people actually neglect, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Maybe because like people think they can like overwork the upper chest and they they are afraid to overtrain. But it, because it's a small area in your chest, it's not the biggest one. Like the the biggest one is the major. So like if you want to, I don't know, split your chest in the, the chest first is split in two. So when you do like bench press, you always work like the 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 major pectoralis when you do it like on flat. And also when you do it like on decline, you're not really like working like the, the lower portion of your chest because there's no like really lower portion. Uh, but for sure you will just, it will just help like to develop a little bit more in the lower area than just the, the mid chest. Uh, but yeah, that being said, I think like just people don't really, they are not able like to contract the upper chest properly. They are not doing uh, the exercises like that you can do properly. That's what I think. Uh, And there are maybe not like, I do like two, three exercises of uh, upper chest, like every single chest workout almost. Yeah, at least two, man. I do uh, Mm -hmm. for sure a barbell press or dumbbell press. And I will also do like flies as well. Some people just don't do like the, the flat bench and... Uh, flat dumbbell fly, decline bench press, but they're they not doing like any incline. Now on that though, uh, about the decline, you said because there's not really quote unquote the third part of the chest being say the lower chest. Mm-hmm. So why is it is it a complete myth then that say the doing decline exercises target this quote unquote lower chest or what is the purpose of them then at all? Um, it is just to develop like the major pectoralis, the the major portion of your chest. I mean, like it's not like you develop like your lower chest when you do like for example like a decline cable fly. You will work your entire chest for sure if you squeeze it properly, but mm-hmm. specifically you will work more the major pectoralis and not the minor pectoralis, the upper chest. So basically, you just work the entire portion of your chest, the the, the biggest one. So it's gonna be 
slightly different then in terms of what's being worked, say, uh, decline bench press as opposed to the flat bench press? Yeah, just a little bit, but like it's more like the major radialis. The the entire major is working. You know, it's not a different muscle. It's the same muscle, but maybe a different area, just a little bit, but it's the same muscle. So it's been like a year I didn't do like uh, decline bench press. Oh no, I did once uh, like a month and a half ago, but it, before that it was, it was like a year. And I don't see any difference in my lower chest. It's not something like I want to work to. My lower chest is like, it's fine. I just want to be sure that my upper chest is like going to my neck like a dragon ball. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we get we get a lot of questions about um, for people whose lower chest doesn't really come down to a specific rounded shape, say the way yours does. A lot of people find it's incomplete and looks like it doesn't really go anywhere. Like say it comes down to like more of a point and doesn't fully connect is there a way yeah. to actually I, sculpt that and make it more rounded i would for for sure there's genetics in any kind of muscle all your muscle mm-hmm. is built like you cannot have a short by bi- uh, long bicep if you have like a short bicep when, when you look at it but in i think when you you're able to add mass to your chest then it will just become easier to have like more shape into your chest to see it if your chest is like you see like you don't have like uh, when, when you check like from the side and you don't see that you have like a good, I don't know, uh, centimeter and a half or two centimeter of thickness in your chest, then it's quite it's quite hard to have like a, a rounded shape of your chest. I mean, like it cannot like, you, you know what I mean? So you're saying that this is something that comes about it's it's more like muscle the mass, maturity. I mean, like, like the the more it becomes developed, it's gonna it's gonna sculpt itself into that shape. Yeah, I would say that it, they just need like to add more mass, and then they can shape it the way they want. Like with flies, it's just like the, I mean, like when when I will get like the mass that I want on my chest, I might just do like one exercise of press, and the entire workout of chest will just be fly. Man, I just enjoy doing flies. <laughs> I mean, so, you can squeeze it so much, man, especially with a cable, and you have always the tension. Uh, so I might just do one, two exercises of press, and then three of, of flies or four of flies. Sounds like a lot of fun to me. <laughs> but oh, yeah. uh, so, okay, so for like you said, the uh, the pressing movements are is what's going to help develop the thickness. So that mm-hmm. being said, is uh, say doing the bench press so with a barbell more effective than doing say the dumbbell press mm, no uh it's 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 quite different like both there there's there's kind of two theory about that there's the one that like with dumbbell you can go uh, you have a better range of motion since you can go even deeper uh aside your chest like with the but with the bar you need like you step the bar on your chest uh, the other one you can do like a little rotation and go even uh, deeper. Um, as for what works, like on bench press, you can put more weights for sure than on, on dumbbell, than with dumbbell. It's just harder. I would say that when you do bench press, you develop more your strength. And if you have if you have like more strength, then you can even stress the muscle uh, after it because you're stronger. So you put more more weight into it, more stress into your muscle. And then when you will do a workout with more stress into it, then you will have more mass. So indirectly, like bench press is really good because you can become stronger more than just with dumbbell. I think that's what I feel when I'm doing it. Uh, with dumbbell, however, it's I don't know. I did dumbbell press man, for like a year and a half without any bench press, and I've been able like to sculpt my chest. It just I just enjoy when doing like dumbbell press. Yeah, very true. Personally, for me, I enjoy doing dumbbell presses as well. Um, I'm not particularly sure what the deal is with me in the bench press, but I'm not able to push uh, a whole lot of weight on the flat bench press. But for dumbbells, uh, I feel like I can do 
a little bit more. Most people say that like whatever you're pushing for the dumbbells, if you add them up, you can typically do that for the bench press. For some reason, that hasn't been the case for me. So I feel like I can fatigue and stress my chest a lot more uh, doing the dumbbell press. Maybe I don't do be flat bench as much as I should to try and get better at it and develop more strength with it. But at the moment, getting really strong isn't my complete priority. It's more about actually just sculpting my physique to where I want it to be. And with that being said, if I'm feeling a little more with dumbbells, I think it's probably the better idea to go that route, wouldn't you say, Mark? Um, yeah, but at the same time, you need to to become stronger on the bench or a dumbbell because if you're stronger, then you can put more weight and stress even more the muscle. And by doing that, then what happened? You grow. <laughs> so um, if you're able to stress more the muscle in 45 minutes, then you will just grow faster. So it's great to do some strength program to be sure that you just become stronger. And then also never neglect the form. You always need to uh, do it properly to don't injure yourself. It might be that because uh, for, for your bench press, maybe you push too much with your shoulders. Next time we work out together, I guess like I will just pay more attention to it. Uh, mm -hmm. be sure that you're doing it properly but um, I would say like both are supposed to be kind of similar I mean uh, on the bench press I don't know how much it is like 3 plate and 25 each side for 2 reps a good a good uh, not like near 400 pounds I think yeah that, that yeah, that's what I press like with my chest but when I'm doing like the dumbbell I can press for like 300 something pounds like 150 each side <laughs> for 2 reps I never try like just for 2 reps and they don't have like enough weight at my gym like for just 2, rep, two reps um, but like, the thing is like with dumbbell, you have to be strong both sides. On the bench press, you can help yourself a little bit because it's a bar. It's just easier, I think so, uh, than dumbbell. It's supposed to be like that because like on the dumbbell, your uh, stabilizer work even more. Um, you're more unstable on the bench. Um, and for Absolutely. And, and for me, maybe it's uh, something that's going to change recently for me because I was spending the last long while a couple of months uh i was going to the gym solo i didn't really have a workout partner and in the last like four or five weeks i've started working out with a new partner so uh and i have been integrating uh, the flat bench has been in my workouts so maybe it's something that's gonna actually get better now because i was also apprehensive to do a flat bench uh by myself because obviously yeah, i didn't want to injure yeah. myself and uh the smith machine is great too but uh, I was something I was relying a lot on were the the dumbbells. So now, maybe now that I finally have a gym partner again, uh, it'll be something that I integrate more and get better at. And who knows, we'll maybe see some uh, greater improvement in my chest. So here's hoping with that. <laughs> but for the uh, the upper chest, for what we were touching on earlier, something that a lot of people lack or maybe it's not even just close to being as uh, crazily developed as yours is, Mark. Uh, what are some of your I guess, best te techniques to bring out uh, this part of the chest, which really creates that glorious look that we're talking about. I would say, man, it's the double contraction. People mm. usually, when they do, I don't know, a cable fly, an inclined cable fly, they, they keep like their elbow lock all the way to, for, for the entire movement. So they, they it's good like to have their, their elbow lock when you start the movement and then when you go to, to just squeeze the chest. But at the end, if you can just relax a little bit and do a double contraction of your chest, that will make a big, big difference to uh, develop your chest because you will just stress it even more and contract it even more. They need to drop the weight and focus on the contraction of the muscle and to be able to just feel their muscle. A lot of people just do flies to do flies. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. 
They're just and going through the motion without actually really just the motion. It. And yeah, they, they saw a video of me or someone doing it and they just say, okay, it's looks like this. So I will do it this way, but they don't see like the little details and that's what made the difference, little details. So if you're able like to just, I don't know when, when you, it's, it's, it's quite hard to explain like on an audio format. Um, but when you do it at the end, is just try to bring your elbow even closer and touch your chest with your elbow, kind of. So uh, kind of tweak them inwards a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Is to to contract the chest even more. Do you need to spend say uh, when because when you do say double contraction, does that mean you pause a little bit at the top of the rep? Do you spend um, like a second and a half or two seconds on a rep? No, it's not pa- uh, doing a pause. It's more you contract it at once, like the end the entire chest and then you go even deeper you even contract even more mm. to contract it and then you try to just squeeze it for like a second and then you go back up uh but you just like just retain the weight and then you stretch the chest to the max it's really important to stretch the chest and not just stop uh like your elbow when they are like parallel to your chest you need like to really go into your back and stretch the fascia of your of your chest and then you restart again and you do that you repeat it and it's just crazy how you can get a nice burn and a nice pump as well and it will just help you to develop your chest like crazy so there you go so and this this applies as well for <clears throat> say uh, the flat press or I mean the incline press or the incline fly like either way you should be aiming to do this double contraction on uh, whichever movement yeah, I mean, there's um, for, for the chest. Yeah, I mean, like it's it will almost be the same for the shoulders as well. I mean, like you can do like your press just to bring it over your head, but if you're able like to go on top, not like your elbow, but like just go on top and squeeze even more your front delt, then it's crazy how you can get result. Very true. Same thing with uh, no matter what you're working. If it was triceps or anything yeah, else, tricep you can too, just yeah. contract everything like as much as you can uh, for every even single more. Rep. Or like with with bicep. I mean when. People don't stretch enough their bicep usually, so they have like I mean, a gap between their their forms and their bicep usually. And by not doing like the full range of motion, then it's it's just less stress for the muscle. It's not the full form. So if you don't you're not doing like the proper form, then you have less results. So if you're doing it like the right way and you focus on the form, drop the weight a little bit, then you can have a even better result uh, uh, faster. Very true. So it's always about really getting the full range of motion out of every single exercise on every single rep that you do. Yeah, man. <clears throat> so with that being said, um, I think we've covered almost everything. The only other thing is flies, um, which you said helped to develop the, the full width of your chest. Mm-hmm. Now, is that something uh, that you would recommend for both, uh, say, dumbbell? let's say dumbbells versus cable flies? Is one better than the other? Um, it's a different stress, I would say. Where... I really like cable because like you always have the tension. That's what I feel yeah, all the too. time. But at the same time, like I mean like you hold the dumbbell when you go down, but it's you don't you never feel it like cable. So I, I think it's just good like to play with both. Both are good. With dumbbell you can add more weights on the flat dumbbell fly. Uh than on cable. Cable uh, for me, I don't like to put like too much weight. I just like to squeeze it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, with a dumbbell, it's quite different. I like just to add more weight and go down and just feel it. I just feel like it will just rip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my chest, like my skin will just, just feels like it's know, gonna man, tear. Just rip, yeah. Oh yeah, man, it's just crazy. Um, and if people like never saw my chest when I contract it, uh, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have a picture in the show note, like of the striation. Oh, Maybe yeah. you can add like the latest pic that I post, like I don't know last week, I think so. Oh god. When, 
<laughs> I just remember too, like when we worked out, we did chess together in Montreal, and it was it's just a crazy thing to actually see, uh, especially because uh, <laughs> once you had actually removed your shirt and we were doing cable flies, and you could just see every part working and just every single strike and full and there and it's just it's a crazy thing it's like the eighth one of the world so everyone should see that at some point in their life if <laughs> oh, they can <laughs> thanks man <I> appreciate <laughs> it. the glory chest man i'm telling you oh. but yes so that being said uh for yeoz for your question i think the thing that you need to focus on most is determine whether you need to work on your thickness more and maybe tailor your workouts more with a couple more pressing as opposed to fly movements. Or if you need more of the width, vice versa. You need to focus on what you need first and tailor your workouts accordingly because obviously you can't uh, overcompensate for more than one thing at a time. So that's really how you should structure your workouts and just give it the time if you're doing everything properly and focusing on what really needs to be done first you're going to get there. Yeah, time time is everything. Just people want to have like results too fast usually and they are not able to stick to their workout or their diet. Uh, guys, it's just really important to never give up and just keep going. No matter if you feel to go to the gym or not, man, you just have to keep going. That's what will give you the result and that's what, what will make the difference between you and your friends who just stop or restart after three weeks and it's just up and down, up and down. If you're able like to be consistent, maybe it will never be like your... Like there's someday it's never... It's it's not a good workout. You don't feel it. It's just like you just feel mm-hmm. terrible in the gym. But if you are able to keep going and just say, okay, I did it. I wasn't like in my best condition today. I didn't feel like the muscle like I'm used to feel it, but I did it. And you will just be proud of yourself and you will just keep going. It's important to always respect what you say that you will do and also respect your plan because it's a, it's a mental game. It's just that. So uh, yeah, just be consistent and you will get results. I had one of those workouts just two days ago. I did shoulders and yeah. there was no reason for it. You know, I had plenty of sleep. I was hydrated. I had my pre-workout meal. I even took pre-workout and... I was just tired and not feeling it. I felt like I wasn't getting much of a pump. And, you know, I realized this and it was halfway through my work and I was like, you know what, like this is kind of sucking, but I still have like another two or three exercises left and I can make the most of it. And I did. And that, if you can do that, guys, rather than say just like, giving up or just going through the motions, you know, recognize what you're feeling and make the most of it. It's still going to be a better workout than one that you didn't do. So that's really the takeaway is show up every single day. And no matter what you're feeling, as long as you can give it your all, that's going to be a lot better than not trying. Yeah. And it it happened to the best of us. It happened to me, to everyone. So uh, yeah, just don't be afraid if it happened to you, you will get results uh, on the long road. Seriously. And not to mention, guys, if you're having any trouble with your goals, uh, whether you know, you're looking for that glory chest or you're looking to bring up anything and you're feeling a little bit stuck, don't forget that you can visit store.markfit.com or markfit.com slash training and you can peruse our catalog of personal plans that Mark can make for you, whether it's a personal diet or workout, he can figure out exactly what you need to get to where you want to be. And don't forget that you can use the code FITTALK to save yourself 10% on all of his services. Thank you guys and uh, we'll see you next time. Later. Later.